Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. I'm your host, Manny, and let's dive straight into this. Today, we're going to be having a look at music theory, um, and we're going to also be having a look at some MIDI packs and production bits and bobs as well. Um, I want to break this episode down into a few sections so it's just a little bit easier to digest. So I'm going to start off with what is music theory? And then we're going to move on to, is it really necessary to learn music theory for music production? Um, we'll also have a look at what other professionals say, other producers and stuff like that about music theory. So that theory versus feeling, for example. And uh, lastly, we'll go over exactly where to start when it comes to music theory. So the first thing is, what is music theory? Well, we have a simple explanation and a more complex one. In simple terms, music theory literally just helps us understand how music is made. But the more complex answer will be that music is very mathematical. History says that the first instrument was our voice. And then we eventually moved on onto like basic singular drums. But I think it goes way deeper than that, especially when you look at how precise music is. Not only music, but the instruments too. Like when I started to understand harmony and melody to like more of an advanced level, I would actually sit there and think, how did anyone even think of this? Um, how does it even make sense? And if we actually dive a little bit more deeper and have a look at the ancient Ionian Greek philosopher Pythagoras, um, yes, that's the same person who bought us that Pythagoras theorem in regards to maths and all that stuff. Um, he actually believed that numbers were a guide to interpretation of the universe. Maths could essentially explain everything, including music. So that's really interesting. Uh, and maybe a topic for another day. I don't want to get like ultra deep and start all these conspiracies and stuff. <laughs> so what will it teach you? Well, what does music theory teach you? It's funny because most beginners or producers that turn a blind eye to theory always sort of think that music theory equals chords. And this just shows how MIDI pack companies have ruined new producers. That's just the honest truth. Uh, we'll talk about MIDI packs and chord engines a little later, but music theory will enhance not just your harmony, but it will teach the importance of scales, intervals, keys, pitch, melody, arrangement, notation, rhythm. Uh, <laughs> the list probably goes on and on. Um, so you can tell now why I personally think it's a big win to know uh, your theory, even to a basic level, that's absolutely fine. And it's not as hard as you actually think. Just getting the basics down will really help you lay more ideas down when producing. So the big question is, do you need to know it? Do you need to learn music theory? The answer is, you do not need to. No. But it is such an invaluable skill to have, and I want to give you some examples of how it's helped me on my journey. So let's time travel back to like when I was, what, 13 years old when I started uh, producing music. I was only a wee little chap. <laughs> and um, even though I used to mess around on the keys when I was a little bit younger, I never knew any theory. To me, it was just like completely alien. Um, you know, I would write the note names down um, and that was literally about it. You know, I would just memorize the notes. And every time I would sit at the piano or the keyboard, I would play anything until it made sense. Now, as you could imagine, this would take up a lot of time and it would actually burn me out to like overthinking the process and trying to get that correct chord progression laid down was just like pretty time consuming. Um, and sometimes I actually felt like a task. Um, and this can obviously demotivate you as well. And, you know, you just get frustrated. So that's another thing as well. Um, and I know some of you actually 
feel like that right now you know sometimes it gets frustrating for you guys like to make chord progressions or melodies and stuff like that um but anyway back on topic um i eventually decided that you know what let's learn a bit of music theory and let's see how it can help and to this day i'm actually still learning when i learned the basics it felt like everything was just easier it was easier to find the emotion it was easier to play in it was easier to get started and overall it just it made my life worth living again um yeah so whenever somebody asks me about theory i always say yes just learn it regardless of what genre they produce um but also you need to remember that I'm slightly old school, you know, I've got that old school kind of mindset because when I was learning back in the day there was like no internet like there is now um you know so no YouTube, no TikTok, no Instagram, so most of the learning was literally from scratch or from a book um reading manuals about different DAWs obviously I started on FL I've already said that plenty of times um and if you know even if we dated back like before the 80s so way before I was born if you didn't play an instrument you were more or less useless <laughs> but obviously with time came technology um and this really helped us get into music without learning any instruments or music theory which was a pro but also a con depending on how you look at it um most people now rely on cheat sheets and quick videos to help them with music theory and that's cool but remember you can't understand and learn anything just by looking at cheat sheets. I know we live in a world where people are like I learned it from TikTok and you know all that stuff. Um and I'm like, "Oh, okay, damn. Okay, cool. You learned it from like a 1-minute video. That's great." You know, and now you think that it's it's amazing. It's like, you know, the the end all to everything, you know. <laughs> Ego starts to get bigger and stuff. But um take your time out to actually learn something. Do it properly and, you know, then use the cheat sheets for a friendly reminder you'll be much better off and you'll be more confident when approaching music as well so again learn something more properly or learn something that didn't make sense <laughs> learn something more in depth um and learn it properly and then have the cheat sheets as a reminder you know because remember we can't learn from cheat sheets that's why they're called cheat sheets it's in the name of the actual word all right so let's move on to MIDI packs and chord engines like Captain Chords, Scalar 2 and whatever, whatever. Are these a good idea? Well, look, we've all seen those adverts and we have all come across MIDI chord packs and engines um, all over the internet, especially Facebook. It really gets spammed on Facebook. And it seems that most beginners tend to navigate towards them. Not only beginners, but also intermediate and advanced users as well. And I just think that it's a way of them to unlock some sort of creativity without having to feel like they're under pressure or bogged down about creating a chord progression or whatever, some sort of harmonic structure. Now, with these MIDI chord packs, you can drag and drop or you can actually manipulate the notes within the MIDI to create something else and make something more unique, which again, you know, it makes it much easier for the producer to get going. Um, and that's the same with chord machines like Cthulhu, for example, where one key would equal one chord. So in a way, these MIDI packs are good like that. But at the same time, um, it isn't all about chords. As I mentioned before, there are other factors that are involved like arrangement, melody, rhythm, you know, these are all things that most chord MIDI packs will not cover. But what about MIDI packs with harmony and melody and rhythm, for example, like a piano piece or something? Does that solve the issue? Nah, not really. I mean, yes, you do get the melody and the rhythm, but again, you're not really learning anything. You don't know why it's actually working. 
um, it's understand the why, how, the when that actually makes you good at creating that harmony melody relationship and stuff. And this may be hard for some listeners to hear, but it's the brutal, honest truth. You can sit there and say, yeah, but it inspires me when I use MIDI. My tracks are so much better now when I use MIDI progressions and without it, I can't make music. Well, you can give all the excuses in the world, but the bottom line is that you haven't learned anything new. You may think that, you know, it's inspired you and, you know, it's reinventing the wheel or, you know, you can call me part of that council culture stuff. I don't really understand that. But the bottom line is you haven't learned anything new. And how do you expect to get better without learning? So it's something to think about. Look, at the end of the day, there are pros and cons of these MIDI packs and these chord engines and stuff. So let's have a look at some of the pros. Well, first pro is inspiration. I've already said that. You know, it's just great to get the ball rolling without having to worry too much about the harmony and melody relationship. Number two, it saves time. We ideally don't want to spend two hours just figuring out a chord progression because that there is just boring. Number three, um, it's more beginner friendly. You know, it helps newcomers warm up to the idea of creating music. So that that is the good side of actually having the MIDI packs and chord engines and stuff. But what about the cons? Well, the first con is, is that it makes you lazy and anyone can literally do it. That's the honest truth. Um, drag and drop, easy peasy. Yeah, not too much fun. The second thing is that it caps your learning and keeps you in the same mindset of, don't worry, Scalar 2 will help me out. No offense to the companies that I'm mentioning. Um, you know, you all do a solid job, but it's just the honest truth. There, There is a dark side to this as well. Uh, number three is the same progressions as everyone else, though obviously this can be argued um, by you know, changing the core progressions and stuff like that, but still, it doesn't make you special, it doesn't make you stand out. Now the big question is, have I ever used them in the past? I actually have, yeah, even though I played the keys. Um, the reason I've used chord engines and MIDI packs um, is because you know, it, it may inspire me if I'm in a bit of a creative rut. But how it helps me is very different because obviously, like I said, I play the keys. So maybe I may hear like a nicely voiced chord that I think, you know, let's take that voicing and apply that to my very own chord progression. You know, you see what I did there? I didn't take the chords, but I looked at how they were voiced in the actual MIDI clip. And um, I've used that as inspiration and then worked from there. I've took that voicing and I played a completely different chord progression from scratch. I know a lot of people that produce professionally um, that don't play the keys. Instead, they just know how to feel the music. And we're going to get onto that whole feeling thing in a second as well, just after this. Um, I mean, you know, obviously people that understand music can also feel the music as well. But if we're purely looking at producers that have no theory behind them, it's actually a pretty damn good talent and skill to have. Um, not a lot of people can actually feel the music. Um, now, where this gets interesting is when MIDI core packs and engines are used for songwriting. And I'm talking about an actual singer-songwriter here, not a producer. I've seen some amazing singer-songwriters who use chord MIDI packs as a way to help them direct their melody and writing. And um, they'll do something like this, right? So they'll load up a MIDI clip that's got a chord progression in there. Um, they may, you know, change the key of it, whatever, change the tempo, just the basic things, you know, they probably won't touch the chord progression unless they, re unless they really have to, sorry. Um, and uh, they'll actually start writing to that progression. Once they've written to that progression, they may take it to a record producer and show them a really simple idea. And it's here that the producer uses like his knowledge of music theory to bring it to life or his, you know, knowledge of feeling as well, you know, his, his experience as well, you know. Um, just to just to make it bigger and, like I said, bring it to life. Um, 
maybe the producer wants to change the harmony, maybe the rhythm, maybe the whole progression altogether. And these are the things most people don't understand. Using MIDI packs and engines, like they go way deeper than just us beat makers and producers using it. And for those that are sitting there and thinking, well, my favorite artist doesn't know theory and yeah, his beats are still good. You know, I hear this pretty often. (laughs) And uh, the answer to this is really simple. In most cases, your favorite artist um, are paying other session musicians to come in and help with the project. They most likely have like some sort of budget or something. Um, And when you start to look at music as a business and not just like fun and games, you start to work or you start working, sorry, with like all sorts of people in the industry. Now, is this cheating? Um, probably not because the amount of times I've been in different production rooms and there's a whole bunch of different people in there and they're all you know, given an input towards a track. It's sort of like a little writing camp uh, like or a production camp. Um, and this is not cheating at all. You know, the amount of producers that call in different people to do different jobs, it's a normal thing. So that's the same thing for producers and beat makers. And as I previously mentioned, your favorite artist most likely has that budget that they can invest into bringing their own music to life. Um, whereas you guys may not have that budget. So the bottom line is this. It doesn't hurt to learn music theory. It will make you a better music producer, musician, and overall, it will you know be a great superpower to have. MIDI call packs are cool. Uh, it just depends on how you use them, as I stated before. Um, don't let these call packs take over your life. If you are using them, try to learn what is actually happening in the call progression itself. The whole music theory thing is literally a forever learning process, and it can go very deep very quickly. But what about feeling instead of theory can we solely rely on feeling what happens when you're not emotionally intact with yourself um you know feeling in music is just as important i personally think anyway some people can feel the music more than others as i previously said um just like some producers know more theory than others and you know i truly believe that feeling a beat or feeling a rhythm whatever um is truly such a unique skill Anyone can listen to a track and say this, that, the other about it. But if you can truly feel it, I think you can come up with some amazing ideas. Now, when this is coupled up with theory, man, this it gets really unstoppable here. You know, now you're seeing how people really excel in, you know, becoming the best that they can be. Um, but at the same time, you know, there, there are actually producers out there that go off feeling instead of theory. But again, you know, they may have people in the studio to help them with the theory side, and that's absolutely fine. Um, you know, for example, let's check this little clip of Vince Staples out explaining the importance of feeling in a musical context. Music is a feeling to me, yeah. man. Like, when you go listen to, like, uh, not all of it, but when I listen to a lot of older stuff, right? Like, a lot of stuff wasn't heavily conceptualized. Yeah. It wasn't, like, you listen to off the wall, like, it's just music. You know what I mean? Of course, there probably was a conception or a through line, but that's why production is so important because that should be carrying everything musically. Like That should be how you get, in my opinion, from point A to point B. Like, Agreed. you listen to an album like Portishead Third, like, it just sound like a thing. Like, mm-hmm. it's, I think music for me is like, how do you feel today? Exactly. Like, where are you at in this present moment? And put it out. Because if it's art, in that standpoint, that's kind of what art is. And you might feel like saying something, or you might feel like standing for this specific thing. But to me, it's mostly, you know, how you feel today, recorded and if you still feel like that in six months then that's the lingering feeling Mm -hmm. and that's kind of what you need to express the most 
Right, so you can see what he's talking about. He's clearly stating two things, feeling and emotion, right? What about this clip here? I'm going to play this from Murder Beats. Um, let's see Let's see what he says here. Obviously, like, I feel like it is important to a certain extent, but like I never like learned it, you know? Like I remember like I was pretty good at drums, so like I wanted to go take some lessons and stuff. And then I started taking lessons, and they were trying to teach me theory. Like you open the book. You read the notes, like all that. I was like, no, like this. I stopped. I stopped after like two lessons. I was like, I can't do this. Yeah. Because like I feel like music is about a feeling. So again, he's saying music theory, you know, weren't too much for him. Uh, He goes off more on the feeling side. Now, if you don't know who Murder Beats is, he's produced music for countless artists such as like uh, Takeshi Six Nine, Nicki Minaj, Drake, Travis Scott. I don't know. The list goes on and on. So he's definitely a triple A producer. But just no, as a producer of his caliber, like I said, he's definitely got assistance um, or knows plenty of musicians that will come in and help him out on some sort of record. Um, on the flip side, there are many producers that swear by music theory and, you know, I'm, I'm one of them. See, this is the thing. We're all different, but still, every experienced producer will say that knowing theory is an excellent skill that you can highly utilize in production. All right, so you've decided to take my advice and, you know, you start to learn a little bit about music theory and stuff, but unfortunately you have no idea where to start. Well, let's have a look at some areas of music theory that can really help you excel with your music. Well, the first thing you need to remember is this. You don't need to learn how to read music if you are learning music theory for production. This is where a lot of people get confused. I'll say that again. You don't need to learn how to read music if you are learning music theory for production i myself like i can only read a little bit of music like maybe up to about grade three or something um but my theory of how and why is impeccable and the theory of how and why is what you need to learn in production for example why does this chord work with that chord and how can i modulate out of this key to that key and why does that work too you sort of you sort of get the idea there, right? <laughs> so the first thing you have to get accustomed to are the note names. We have to start with the white keys for now. So let me play that through, right? So we're going to start off with C, D, E, F, G, A, B, and back to C. The goal here is to learn these notes by heart. Um, you know, it shouldn't take you that long at all. So if I said play an F note, you should be able to identify that pretty easily. Um, you can easily pull up an image on Google Images and type in piano note names and whatever, and that will you know help you identify where these notes are. Or you can actually get those little like small sticky labels and label each key. Either way, whatever, they're, they're both a great way of learning. Once you've done that, do the same for the black notes. Here's C sharp, D sharp, F sharp, G sharp, and A sharp. Or we can call them flats as well just depends on how we look at them but not going to get into that right now your second step is to start learning your scales now there are 12 major scales and 12 natural minor scales it's very important that you learn these by heart because it's a great feeling to know that you can play in any key and your third step is to understand intervals and the basics of chords all right then fast forwarding on to your fourth step that's going to be to understand how chords fit inside of a scale And literally, there you have it. You know, you already have a pretty solid foundation to start from. You already know more than you did before anyway. So again, this is how you start learning music theory. Step one is to learn the notes. Step two is to learn your scales. 
Step three is to learn intervals and basic triad chords. And step four is to learn how those basic triad chords fit inside of a scale. Now, lucky for you, I have all of this information for 100% free on my YouTube channel. So if you just go to YouTube, type in Noisewolf, that is spelled N-X-I-S-E-W-O-L-F, all one word. Um, click on my channel, check out the playlist there. And there's going to be like a playlist called like Essential Music Theory for Producers or something along those lines, right? Um, and make sure you start from the very first episode if you're a complete beginner. And we'll actually walk through step by step on my channel as I've created this course just like that. So we're going to go from learn the absolute basics and we will go past just the four points. It's not just going to be covering notes, scales, intervals, triads and um, chords that fit within a scale. I'm actually going to take it a little bit further as well and start to teach you about extensions, inversions, you know, um, arpeggios, broken chords and stuff like that. And um, you'll be up and running in no time. Guys, thanks for joining me. I'll see you in the next episode.